Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. Little disclaimer before we start, my this is the best I'm going to sound the whole episode because with this disclaimer recording, I actually pre-flighted which microphone I was using. So uh, I apologize for sounding like I'm talking through a phone this episode. I hope you can still enjoy the wondrous content we put together for you, despite the fact that um, I made a grievous mistake in my recording. Uh, again, I'm sorry. <laughs> enjoy the show. <laughs> One, two, three. All right. We're getting better. We're getting better at this. This is, I don't know if it's the Wi-Fi is improving or whatever, but it's, I feel like there's going to be less of a lag for this episode. So that's going to be nice. I really thought I was going to mess that up. Like I work with kids and I make them use rock, paper, scissors to resolve conflicts. And one kid's always trying to cheat. Like there's always a kid that comes in hard with rock and then does the sneaky switch to scissors. Ooh. (laughs) It might be a strategy. Do you have the people who go like Chuck Norris or whatever? Is that still a thing? I don't even think these kids know who Chuck Norris is, man. Like, no. That's, oh, no. That's the crazy thing. Like, there's this one song. I don't. Do you guys remember the song Ultimate Battle for the Ultimate Destiny? Oh, yes. I, I, I remember that yeah. from like years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. Just wonderful, classic 2005 flash animation. And I recently rediscovered it. It's a bop. It's I unironically <laughs> listen to it now because it's it's really good song. But yeah. every time the the Chuck Norris bit with like the angelic sounds, it's really funny, but it dates it really hard because mm-hmm. I seriously doubt that like any kid listening nowadays, they would kind of be like, uh, huh? Like for us, I was like, oh, this is the ultimate joke reference, you know, but then they're just kind of like, I don't know. Who is yeah, I think there's, there's a stretch of YouTube where like a Chuck Norris punchline was like a guaranteed like slam dunk. I mean, there's that. <laughs> yeah. I know there was an epic rap battle that had Chuck Norris in it. I forget who he rap battled, but I know that happened. Probably God or something. <laughs> Why would he rap battle himself? Like, I don't get that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, that was that's that's literally like a joke that would be told in like 2000 yeah. anytime before 2010. Yeah. You, you like mm-hmm. watch like ESDF movie and you're like, man, these jokes were a lot funnier in 2010. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but they just were. Hey, I think the I like trains is still pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Seeing someone get hit by a train. That's classic humor right there. Classic that comedy. goes straight to my funny bone. Yeah. Happy February 4th. I'm Hank Farr. <laughs> and I'm Bradley Miller. <laughs> and this is No Good Ideas. In this podcast, we explore different kinds of awful ideas throughout history and pop culture, from lousy leadership decisions to PR disasters. We're going to cover it all. And maybe experience February 4th along the way. (laughs) Wow, we don't record these ahead of time, do we? Uh, No. (laughs) Yeah, these are, we recorded this yesterday, the day you're listening to this. This was actually, this is live right now. (laughs) We're talking to you, viewer. Anywho, uh, today we're checking out Balloon Fest 86, and we're doing a special guest. Zach Walls is here live in the Zoom today. Zach, what's up? Uh, great, great to be here. Quick question, though. I haven't seen Balloon Fests 1 through 85. Am I going to have like a steep learning curve <laughs> for this, or um, are we going to be okay? Luckily for you, uh, all our previous episodes were about those. So if you want to pause right now, you can go and listen okay. to all of the other balloon fests. Yeah, I, no, I, I listen to podcasts at 2.2 times speed anyway. So, I should, you know, give me like Perfect. What, 20, 20, 30 minutes. 
Yeah, that'll just it'll be easy. No, but um, the reason why I call it Balloon Fest '86, and you'll understand why later, is because it means that they were planning to do other balloon fests in the future. Like this is Balloon Fest just for 1986. All of the rest are gonna be amazing, but you'll see, you'll get more of it later. Um, if you're listening to Zach and you don't recognize his voice, maybe you recognize his face from the best topical news comedy college TV show, at least in the inland northwest uh the updog hey all i know is pullman didn't put anything up like that you know we were pretty great two episode run Mm -hmm. um i think i got recognized at a house party as that guy from updog so pretty safe to say our celebrity was unparalleled on this campus and i got recognized at uh ultimate bagel as that guy from the flag video so it all comes together hey that's that's kind of (laughs) sick Uh, let's get back into the main topic. So what we're talking about today, balloon fest, 1986. This is, uh, so this year, I know nothing about balloon fest. So before we get into it, I have to say that this year has been an interesting learning year for me about the dangers of balloons because so my my younger sister just started college at James Madison university. And what's their mascot again? Uh, is it James Madison? It's it's actually a bulldog. Oh. What? Oh, they're the Dukes. <laughs> We're not the only bulldog school. Gonzaga isn't the only bulldog mascot nope. in the country. Um, that was a Kimmel bit, right? That's why we're fake because, like, it's yeah. the most generic college mascot <laughs> in in the country. Jeez. Oh, I didn't know Man, that was like, a bit, but I'm definitely gonna there's like 80 that schools bummer. that have the bulldogs as their mascots. That's, that's hilarious. I'm I'm gonna Anyhow. use that. Um, Continue with the story. Sorry. But so we're moving into her into her dorm, and there is a ridiculous amount they're just as we're walking up the stairwell to, to go up because she's on the top floor there are so many paper signs that say no latex balloons just, just all over the like on each wall like wall uh wall on the corner no latex balloons no latex balloons no latex balloons i'm like what happened yeah what happened there is someone <laughs> allergic to latex or did they just have a really bad incident kidding. with Balloons. Yeah. Is, I, I is James Madison a religious university at all? Uh, I don't think so. Because if they so. were, like, wouldn't they be worried about a different type of latex rather than balloons? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm hoping that it was based because of a uh, huge incident with latex balloons. Um, and I'm I was kind of hoping that maybe I would be able to theorize on what that was based on learning what the heck happened at balloon fest, because this is really intriguing to me that I'm now encountered with another scenario in which balloons uh, are a present and active danger to society. If if what happened at balloon fest happened at the dorm (laughs) of James Madison university, there would be no James Madison university. I'm going to tell you that right now. So let's jump into this. Uh, Let's jump into this. Uh, Zach, you've listened to the show before, but you know, I'm just going to read through this at any point. Feel free to interrupt and give your insight or just kind of witty banter or whatever on this, uh, interesting crazy and kind of sad story i'm about to tell so we're let's just di- let's dive right in hey um, eyes wide shut like tom cruise baby let's go let's go <laughs> uh so balloon fest 86 takes place like many bad ideas have in the past in cleveland uh, we just did an episode on uh 10 cent beer night and so you know nothing good happens in cleveland uh for a while they're known as the mistake on the lake uh that was their nickname Ooh. Ouch. Yeah, because think about this. 
17 years ago in 1986, before that, so 1969, uh, the river by Cleveland caught fire. Like, that's kind of what Cleveland was kind of dealing with around then. (laughs) Their rivers were catching on fire. Do you know how hard it is to set a river on fire? It's all water. (laughs) I don't think that joke has ever been made before, but uh, if I'm the first person to say it, then hey, uh, that's me. But what if like on fire rivers in Cleveland are like potholes in Spokane? They're just like a natural thing you deal with every day. It's like, like, hey, watch out on Tuesday. River's on fire. You might have to take a different route to school. Like. It's just a yeah. common occurrence. It's like, yeah, like, same shit as always. Like, river's on fire. Like, god damn it. And certain Cleveland mayor it. here. It's a weather pattern. <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, on Monday, we're going to have rain. On Tuesday, uh, you know, it's going to snow just like a little bit in the morning. And then Wednesday, fire. Uh, Thursday, it's going to be uh, clear up a little bit. <laughs> and on Friday, LeBron's going to tweet. And then that's the Cleveland all together and all they yeah. care about. <laughs> That's the mistake on the lake right there. Uh, So to kind of reinvigorate the city of Cleveland and to give it a new image, uh, the United Way of Cleveland. And I'll preface this with good intentions, uh, decided to do a publicity and fundraising stunt called Balloon Fest 86. Is there ever like a PR stunt with bad intentions, though? Like, does anyone come out of the gate like, oh, man, we're going to do so bad. We're going to raise no money. We're going to bankrupt the United Way right now. Like, I have this big idea. No one's going to donate. They're all going to hate us. I feel like, I mean, that's if that was the case, that would be a pretty good movie. I'll say that right now. It feels like something that you'd see in like a, a super villain do. Anywho, and the build up uh, is insane. I have to be I have to be made aware ahead of time that the people who put on balloon balloon fest had good intentions. Oh, yeah. I, I have, uh, I'm so excited to know what happened. This is so their attempt was to break the Guinness World Record for the biggest simultaneous balloon launch that was previously held by Disneyland to celebrate the 30th anniversary. And their goal was to blow up and release Two million balloons from Cleveland's public square. This was going to be like their big thing of like saying like Cleveland's reborn. This is we're a new city. This is a new beginning. People are going to flock to Cleveland after this Uh, attempt to just change the image of Cleveland. Um, Talk about a Cinderella story. Cleveland taking on Disneyland. Like, yeah, like what a mismatch. Who do I think that's Disneyland? They profit off like manufactured fun. Like Cleveland, I think, you know, start small. Like why go after the two million dollar? Okay, two million balloons. Like what's the population of Cleveland? I I don't know. I can look that up right now. I think release like 100, right? I feel like there's at least 100 people who live in Cleveland full time. Not including the Cavaliers <laughs> or the Indians or the Browns. Uh, sorry, the it's the uh, it's the Cleveland baseball team. Oh, I'm, oh, did I just get your podcast canceled? Yeah, uh, yeah it's okay. Oh, don't, don't worry, <laughs> that sorry. was a whole big discussion because we made a whole episode which in which the references talked about how the Cleveland uh, Indians were the ones that hosted the game, and of course now they're the baseball team, which I didn't know because I'm I live in. Uh, oh, I can't. I can't say that on the podcast. That's, uh, I don't want that. Uh, you live yeah. uh, in a in a state. He lives of mind. in, he yeah. lives in uh, <laughs> the not state okay. of. Okay, all right. Let me let me restart that. I'm from. No, no. My family is originally from the Virginia area. All right. 
Um, Perfect first try. And so because of that, we we generally have followed the, the previous Washington uh, slur team, and now they're the Washington football team. And I guess once they made the change, the hype kind of died out on it. And now whenever teams change their names on that, I, I don't hear about it. So I, I had I wasn't aware of that. So I went and uh, nearly got the podcast canceled like four times in the episode. It's all good. So I just had don't to worry, heavily Zach. edit it. Yeah, that, right. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anywho, uh, to answer your question, Cleveland has three hundred eighty five thousand two hundred eighty two people living there as of twenty nineteen. So more balloons than people or less balloons than people. Uh, probably. I don't think two million people were living in Cleveland in nineteen eighty six, but I'm going to say there are more balloons than people. Right. Yeah, that's, um, that's just crazy. a great image. That's a great image just to have to start. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, I think that's why they're doing it. So, you know how Disneyland has uh, the happiest place on Earth. They do a uh, Cleveland's more balloons than people. <laughs> <laughs> look at these balloons. Our rivers don't catch on fire. <laughs> don't home look of, at the river. <laughs> home of many balloons and non flammable river water. That's actually the, the, their plan was this was a test run actually for whenever the river catches on fire. They're just going to start launching balloons. So people will be like, the river's on. Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh. every time that happens they're just gonna release it look over here look over here <laughs> I, I thought you're going in a total different angle with that i thought you're like you know it's great for fighting fires compressed air just like throwing the balloons directly into the water <laughs> anywho we got to keep going uh we're about halfway through this episode we got to finish this up <laughs> well we can we can do it as long as we want as long as yeah. uh, we got time um so this took six months of planning and was led by Treb Heining, who is a former Disneyland balloon vendor. Um, oh. He's also known as the person who made the balloon arch. You know that thing <laughs> where there's a bunch of balloons <laughs> in a half circle and it's placed on the ground? He made that. Prom was That's... never the same. <laughs> no, it's changed prom forever. He worked at, get this... 16 Super Bowls, seven Oscar ceremonies, two presidential inaugurations, three Guinness World Record attempts, and the 200th anniversary of the U.S. Constitution. So he's all over making balloon art. Like he's, so, he's a cool guy, but I think that's so funny. I like that. You know how in movies you get like the there's the character that comes in. They're like, oh, don't like think the scene in Elf where they're all like, it's uh, what's what's the author's name um, that Peter Dinklage plays? Oh, oh I, I know you're talking about. Uh, I can't uh, remember Finn. Vernon Finch. Yeah, yeah, Vernon yeah, Finch. yeah. Vernon Finch, and they're always it's Vernon Finch, and he's like walking by, and they're like it's Vernon Finch. It's that guy. It's like it's what was his name again? I think it's, uh, it's a uh, uh, Treb Heining. It's, it's Treb Heining. It's just like he's coming in, and he's got like a bunch of balloons and some string, and it's like it's Treb Heining. And he comes in, he's like like really stern, and it's just like, and then he makes a balloon arch, and like I want three million dollars now. <laughs> I want two million balloons, no more, no less. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I want the river on fire at exactly 364 <laughs> degrees, not anymore. <laughs> but he he was all on board for Balloon Fest. He said this um, uh, about the event. This is a prime example of what United Way is trying to do in terms of saying, Cleveland, it's your time. It's a time to say yes. It's time to say it's a happening city. We are on the move. It's no longer the butt of jokes. Um so and that totally changed the uh, Cleveland right there. It's now not known as uh, Jokes City anymore. At least Why they is were this... aware they were the butt of jokes. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. So you might be wondering, that's a lot of balloons they have to blow up and release. You want to know how they tried to do it? Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the that's the point of the podcast. Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's one way of doing it. But Zach, if you think about it, if you blow up with your mouth, it's not going to go up into the air. And also, if for some reason that was a way to do it, can you imagine like like they had like I think like 2000 people like who volunteers to blow up balloons. They would just like a full day of blowing up balloons with their mouth. Two million. It's just going to be people just passed out all across public square of cleveland so yeah. and then they that forget they live good. in cleveland for a couple hours i think it's a win-win situation it's totally it changes how people view cleveland because they can't view it anywho uh so the way they got it they got a bunch of students and volunteers to blow up balloons with helium like mm. a, a lot of helium and a lot of balloons and they tied them off and then they released it into a giant mesh net that was 250 feet by 150 feet and three stories up in the air. So it's this huge net that was uh, covering the square that they would release it and it would catch it. And it's catching all of these balloons that at any point they can just cut the net and then they all start flying. Why didn't they just store it in a uh, old multicolored house? That I mean, we know they could have done that. They could have attached someone. They should have attached someone to the two million balloons. So cool. And then yeah, like someone like, represents- the most, it would have been the most positive manslaughter of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a crime, it's a, but like everyone's like balloons. <laughs> it's a sacrifice to Cleveland. It's a sacrifice <laughs> to the gods of Cleveland. It's like it's like those uh those Mayan ceremonies where you ever know, had to like cut out the person's heart to appease the gods. It's like every year right. they have to ship one Clevelander into the sky <laughs> to prevent our river from catching on fire. Yeah, ever instead, again. yeah no, and it's, but instead of doing like they have like like the the candles, you know, in a circle and stuff, they just light the river on fire and they do it in front of the river and they have, they exactly. have like chants going. Release. <laughs> so they didn't do that. Um, but so they're blowing up a bunch of balloons. That's all happening. But while all of that is happening, there's a storm brewing. Literally, there's a storm that is forming and it's about to hit Cleveland. It's coming in um, because of this. They can't release all the balloons when there's a storm happening. That yeah. would just be a disaster. So they had to release them a little bit earlier. So they didn't get two million balloons, unfortunately. But that means they were able to release 1.4 million which still beats the record for the largest balloon launch so they beat disneyland they did it still a lot yeah it's that's a 1.4 million balloons have you seen 1.4 million of anything i haven't and i've seen I a mean, lot of things like total just, combined they're trying to pad their stats like <laughs> 2 million like if they only needed 1.4 why the, why the extra work like were they afraid someone else was gonna be gunning for that record like is <laughs> maybe this, is this super competitive guinness world record like most balloons released at one time it's like one of those like I feel like that see definitely seems like a Guinness World Record that like people are like actively trying to get. Like it seems like one of those that's like longest fingernails that anyone can do, you know what I mean? Like you just gotta stop cutting your fingernails for a while and you got but the record. I don't think anyone can do that. Have you seen the picture of those people? You gotta have some nerve to just let them just be as just hideously long and disgusting as they are yeah i will say that (laughs) some of them do get a little bit gnarly yeah i I like the idea that like they they were padding their stats because you know how 
with like sporting events, you know, the, you, you got like people, the other team as people like walking around sometimes trying to look, get clues on what the other team is doing and stuff. It's like they're, they're planning this balloon fest and they just like, they see somebody from Salt Lake city, like kind of like looking in, trying to figure out what's going on. They're like, shoot, we gotta, we gotta put the numbers higher. So Salt Lake city can't do it. <laughs> Salt Lake city sent someone from the inside. Exactly. It's a secret agent. <laughs> no good ideas. We'll be right back. I'm going to try something here that might not work. Um, I'm going to try sharing my screen. That's what Cleveland said. Right before they've been ballooned. (laughs) I'm going to try something that might not work. I'm going to try sharing my screen here. So listeners, you're not going to be able to see anything, but you'll be able to hear our reactions to uh, the release. Why can't I get rid of all these participants? There we are. Uh, It's like watching a reaction YouTube video, but no fun. So stick around. Nothing happened there. Um, anywho. <laughs> Still so, February 4th. Uh, so while this happening, there's a storm brewing. Uh, so they released the balloons early. So 1.4 million balloons were released ahead of time. Um, and if you want to look it up on your own, you can see it's this beautiful, like, cloud of balloons that literally, like, engulf skyscrapers in the city of Cleveland. It's amazing. It's pretty cool. Um, it is pretty cool. Um, and it was cool for about 30 seconds. And then that's where it started to take a turn. Oh, no. Yeah. So remember what I said about the storm? Yeah. Uh, so it was expected that the balloons were just going to go up into the sky and then slowly deflate and then just kind of fall right down, totally deflated. But since it was so cold outside and there was a mixture of rain, the balloons didn't deflate but they did come back down. So there are 1.4 million fully inflated balloons that were just falling into uh, the water supply. They're falling into the streets. Uh, there are car accidents because there was just a bunch of balloons <laughs> falling. Chalk uh, up another flew- uh, chalk up another weird weather day for the city of Cleveland. It's like it's going <laughs> to rain balloons from three to five. Then after that, the river will be on fire and then you should be able to go about your day as normal. But literally, that's like one of the reasons why they did Balloon Fest was to avoid like the publicity for an environmental disaster that they had. And in order to fix that, they just created another environmental disaster. <laughs> that. Wow. Right. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a lot going on. Hold on. I'm actually, I'm checking out my audio real quick here. If that's okay. My levels are a little bit hot, um, which means, okay, I'll actually, you know, I'll be fine. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Cleveland. Uh, so uh, it clogged land and waterways of northern Ohio. Balloons were found all the way into Canada. They <laughs> flew away so far from Cleveland. They just wanted to get out of America. Um, <laughs> then uh, the Burke Lakefront Airport was forced to shut down because of all of the balloons. Temporarily, they opened back up, obviously. But oh. for a while, they're shut down. And then um, a mass of balloons. This is kind of sad, but I still think it's funny. Massive balloons landed on a pasture and spooked some Arabian horses and resulted in injuries to the horses. Um, so when you literally go on the Wikipedia page, it says like injuries to uh, 
parentheses horses. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say if those horses are getting scared of balloons, they sound like kind of lame horses because balloons are pretty <laughs> sick. So yeah, kind of on horses them. obviously weren't part of like the the you know they weren't the life of the party because they exactly. didn't really like yeah. balloons. So, so they're on a farm instead of you know <laughs> in the in the frat houses, you know. Going yeah. crazy they, with Dr. Doctor. They didn't even get the invite. They didn't even get the invite. Fucking lambs. Oh, like, Y'all don't like balloons? <laughs> no. Anywho. No. Uh, and this is where the story takes a turn for the sad. Do we want to get into some sad territory yes. here? Or do we just want to stop like, okay, <laughs> Hank, you went way too quickly into that. All right. Um, he wants you, you know? to hurt him deep on his insides. <laughs> gotcha. So here's the sad part. Um, Balloons fell uh, into Cleveland, fully inflated, but they also landed into the ocean. And uh, no, it was the lake. Yeah, it was the lake. Great lake, right there. It, obviously, it wouldn't is, be. The is ocean, it a Great Lake by by Ohio? Uh, Erie? Is it not Michigan? Erie, I would say. It's yeah. getting dreary on um, Lake Erie. It's getting <laughs> dreary. Uh, the balloons, and it made it impossible for the Coast Guard to find two people who were lost at sea prior to the event. Uh, because they were stranded at sea and usually they would have like life vests and you'd be like, oh yeah, it's the one orange thing in the middle of the ocean. Um, But there were so many balloons, they couldn't find them. And there's this um, great like documentary released by the Atlantic. Um, You can find it on YouTube and it shows like the full process of balloon fest becoming a thing. It's all archival footage and it starts with like, this is like this is going to change the this the the city of Cleveland. No one's going to view us as like the butt of jokes anymore. And it quickly cuts to this like news reporter out at sea with the Coast Guard and be like, we can't find him. And it's just this sea of just bobbing balloons, multicolored, orange, yellow, green, all of the colors um, all out in the ocean. They just couldn't find them. Right. <laughs> Uh, I just I don't I don't know if I'm allowed to make a joke here. It feels like this is a serious joke here. Hey, this is all you. Go for it. Make a joke. (laughs) I have one joke. You ask first. Uh, like I just think it's hilarious. Not hilarious. That's a bad way to start this. I mean, like think about like the army, the navy, and the air force are out there fighting like the enemies, the United States, and then the coast guards out here, and they got a big battle with about six hundred thousand balloons. I don't know, man. I, like, I don't think they should qualify. Like, kick them out. Like, they lost to balloons. They're over one against balloons. Like, can we think about that for a second? Like, I don't know. I mean, it, like, hey, if there's one thing we've learned from this uh, um, podcast, you haven't listened to it yet, but it's going to come out. We talked about the emu war. There are plenty of different wars that have happened on this planet we call Earth. I definitely call this a war, and the balloons lost. Unfortunately, we lost two people out in the middle of the ocean unfortunately uh but man and that's why balloon fest was a disaster that's really what it boils down to so that's basically i mean united way was then sued for 3.2 million dollars so it was a net loss on the fundraiser for balloon fest unfortunately they Uh, sold it was like the the with the making of the balloons remember like I don't know, like back in elementary school, we had something called the walkathon where you would like go to your neighbors and be like, for every lap I do, you're going to give me two dollars. And I'll be like, no, and like too late. Uh, that's how I sold anyway. I kept winning the prizes and stuff. It was awesome. I got like a little wristband. Um, 
And so they did that, but for balloons. And so they made a lot of money because they blew up like two million or one point four million balloons yeah. for like two dollars every four balloons or whatever. And um, yeah, they were, got sued for three point two million. And uh, so they lost money, unfortunately. But like that's why I started with United Way had good intentions with this. <laughs> can we, yeah. can we, we can all agree now <laughs> that they had good intentions now. Let's let's think about this from the perspective that they did not have good intentions, that they nefariously planned that there was some guy with he's got the whiteboard. He's got the board with the red string. And he's like, and then the balloons will release right before the storm. And then they will fly over into Lake Erie where the Coast Guard is searching for two drowning individuals. And it will surround them so that they cannot be found. <laughs> Okay, Doctor yeah, like, Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, no. What if it was just like a who's the who's the uh, you know like the balloon goat again? Like the best balloon guy ever. What if he's had like a vendetta against those two people in Lake Erie, and he's like long gone. Like I'm gonna put him. I got him first. I will trick them into going like on a boat. He would probably have more vendetta against the city of Cleveland. <laughs> You know what I mean? If they're, if they're trying to like revamp Cleveland and be like, OK, let's just release a bunch of balloons or whatever. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. He's like, <laughs> they believed it. Like <laughs> they would totally. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> these idiots keep believing. Also, I keep going to these Super Bowls and inaugurations and uh, what is it? The 200th anniversary of the U.S. Constitution. And they keep falling for it. <laughs> In my wake, I leave balloon, uh, balloon related homicides, and they never can figure it out. <laughs> also, did some, did some quick math. The United Way lost two point two million dollars per balloon, or two point two sorry two point two dollars per balloon. Per balloon. <laughs> yeah, per balloon. Whoa! Two point uh, two dollars per balloon. If I did my math's right, okay, right. So I was about to say they would like that's more than probably. Uh, the U.S. debt that we got going on if they lost that much money. Yeah, so $2.2 dollars per balloon. I, there's a reason I, reason I haven't taken math since my freshman year of college. That took oh, a lot Oh, same here. Do you remember the feeling of turning in your last math test knowing it was going to be your last math test ever? Oh, that was amazing. It was so good. The, better than any drug I've ever done. It was the oh my greatest, God. purest thing. But I then, was, like, I, Microsoft Excel exists, and you realize you can never escape math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> freaking and then it's just no but just knowing that you don't have to like figure out like oh what's all these angles equal up to or whatever i don't care um you just go out there knowing i don't have to if someone asked me like what's eight times six i'd be like who cares it doesn't matter anymore you know what i mean (laughs) yeah dude fucking like next bad idea episode like isaac newton for inventing calculus like fuck that guy worst idea ever exactly yeah did some more quick math Uh, more quick math. If they had yeah, lost two point two million per balloon, they would have <laughs> lost three point zero eight trillion dollars. <laughs> ju- just a slight miscalculation on my part, but you know, I think that like the good intentions were there, much like the good intentions of Balloon Fest eighty six mm-hmm. just didn't work out. <laughs> right. So that's that's the story of Balloon Fest, and we end these podcast episodes with kind of like a big question that i didn't think of until right now so um i have a question this is, oh, this you is, have a, the question. This is a logistical thing i here. thought of so in up which i referenced earlier where a multicolored house with a bunch of balloons over it they fly up and at one point they go into a storm so right shouldn't they have just you know, like just dropped if that's how well, balloons work in a storm. Well, here's the thing about up. 
Yeah. Up is a, I know it's probably like one of your favorite movies of all time. It, is, it is my favorite movie of all time. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> is it your favorite movie of all time or is it your favorite first 10 minutes of a movie of all time? No, my favorite because movie. If you think about it, the rest of Up is crazy. Exactly. That's, I love it so much <laughs> And then for that. so you question, wait a minute, shouldn't the balloons fall down at some point? No. Everything about that movie Up is nuts. <laughs> this is Exactly. I, that's why I love it so much because it's like the first 10 minutes of heartbreak and it's like, okay, so now the old man's going to take Balloon House and he's going to go meet Talking Dog and Silly Bird with Little Boy Scout um and have death battle with old man explorer like that's amazing i love it so much through and through it's the perfect script because they emotionally break you in 10 minutes so then you just don't question any decision the film makes for the remaining 85 like like it's it's brilliant like why didn't they win all the awards exactly exactly so so i didn't question wait because of balloon fest 86 why didn't that house just kill two people in lake erie uh, I, I must say it's it was a kids movie. I don't know if the kids really want that. <laughs> like they already made the kids sad. Like I don't even think the kids realize like his wife dies. You know, if you gotta be honest, like first time I saw that movie, didn't it come out when we were like nine, ten? Is that a fair yeah, guess? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. I, I didn't realize the wife died until I was like sixteen years old. And it's just kind of changed my perspective on that movie forever. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 It's it, I was a pretty dumb like, kid. Oh, oh. Where'd the wife go? You know, where'd she go? <laughs> She's probably just okay. sleeping. She'll, she'll wake up soon. <laughs> Same <laughs> goose. <laughs> <sighs> Anywho, so now I, I do have to think of a big question to end this. Oh, I know. This probably isn't the best question I can ask, but it is a question. Um, if you could release 1.4 million of something else, what would it be? So not balloons. Like, uh, you could release, like, I think, what would it be? I think it'd be cool to release 1.4 million fireworks at one time. I just want to see that happen. There's videos of stuff like that happening. They're pretty sick. Where they yeah. accidentally launched them all at once. Pretty cool. Like I that would. San Diego firework display that happened a few years back, where they accidentally light them up all at once. You <laughs> yeah. see that. Yeah. Have you never seen it? No, no, I know what you're talking about. I just, yeah, I've seen yeah, it like yeah. my Twitter timeline has been like that. <laughs> Why not? Like, firework shows are too yeah. long. Just. Get it all out. Exactly. Beat the traffic. Firework, firework shows are just like 30 minutes of people saying, wow, this is the finale. This is the finale right here. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, did you watch the virtual fireworks at the Space Needle for New Year's Eve this yeah. last year? Yeah, like that should just be it every time. Exactly. And then like the people, the dumb idiots who are like, we're going to be really cold and stare at lights in the sky can just be like, just get dunked on. Like. Yeah, be, exactly. be at home be warm it looks better on your tv i'm eating popcorn right now and i'm watching it live <laughs> i'm not wearing pants if i was at the fire show i would be in prison like it's yeah, the arrested decent exposure cold. is a very real crime exactly. i work with kids i can't make that joke that's that's not good <laughs> I, if i could release 1.4 million things at one time i release like 1.4 million like deep government secrets you know like stuff that like only the presidents get to know yeah like all at once so then like long-term effects it's like not that big of an impact because it's true they're aliens like if i found out there's aliens but then i also found out like the mob killed kennedy all at the same time like i'm not gonna know what to think like these last (laughs) couple days where it's like biden's been passing all these executive orders it's like playing the hits of trump like i forgot how much bad stuff he did because it's just been so long i'm like oh yeah 
You said transgenders couldn't be in the military. I forgot yeah. about that. Because yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. you rip the bandaid off. Just let the people know. Like, one big FOIA request. Get all the secrets out there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I don't know. The lizard people of the Illuminati will take over the country. But it's... I think it'd be a fun but time. But we'll know. So, that it, so yeah. it's all good. It won't be know? a secret. And if you, yeah, if you don't know, secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. And I think the government's got a lot of looking in the mirror to do. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they've done a lot of hurting someone. <laughs> so I think Cleveland should take a cue from your question, Bradley. What They should say, what is something that we could release 1.4 million of uh, to make our city look better? And I'm not saying that they should release something in the city. I'm saying that what they should do is make an, another better city look worse. For example, they had to master plan <laughs> to release 1.4 million mice in Times Square. <laughs> and nobody knows it's Cleveland. Oh, my God. That that they reminds win. me. There was a video that was uh, made um, a couple a little while back. And it was... Uh, for like, um, <laughs> uh, we're sorry for releasing one, like two million bats into Times Square on New Year's Eve 2020. And that was just like a funny video. I was like, it was in a fake apology video. And yeah. then the coronavirus happened. And that was from bats. Oh, no. And then they followed it up the next year and like, hey, we're sorry for starting the coronavirus. <laughs> That's hilarious. Get pranked. Anywho. Get pranked by COVID. <laughs> the mice, huh? There's Why a camera mice? here. There's a camera here. There's all of us. <laughs> With that joke, I was considering saying like, like, well, because mice is just like, that's the standard like, ew, it's a small rodent. You know, that's that's the go-to. But like, make it worse. You know, release 1.4 million ferrets. I have a friend who has had ferrets. They're stinky, apparently. Also, they're so long and slithery. Uh, 1.4 million of them. That sounds stinky, slithery rodents sounds like a nightmare to me and sounds like it would make Cleveland look like a much better place to move away now that you're living in New York where it's infested with uh, stinky slithery ferrets master plan stinky slithery ferrets is my favorite Halloween song (laughs) (laughs) stinky slithery ferrets your parents didn't get you a real pet like No, 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 I'm gonna make oh, I can't wait for the trap remix of that. That's going to be so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make Ethan watch this episode now because I to Yeah, I hope, hope people download this episode. Uh, speaking of this episode, I hate to uh, end this because I'm having so much fun, but I think that I think that's it for Balloon Fest 86. Uh, what do you guys think of it? I'm insane. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, of the episodes I've heard, this is the first that involved a fatality. So, I mean, I mean, we we true. talked we talked about the emu war. So, oh, that I, yep, that that would there would be a death in that. I feel like that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, for, I think for something so positive to be just to result in that, you know, mm-hmm. bad it's idea. just the the contrast between the two, like you're saying, of just literally millions of balloons. <laughs> And then this horrible event that was caused by yeah. millions of bal- just this beautiful thing in the air. Yeah, I would you know, say, I would say it's interesting because this one doesn't feel like it, it wasn't that bad of an idea on paper. It just they didn't research it enough, you know, right. They didn't I guess like, you know, the Weather Channel didn't exist in 1986. They could have been like, oh, man. It didn't. 
No, that's there's a bad joke, but you know, we're good. We're plowing oh. right through that one. <laughs> uh, we, don't, we don't do bad jokes here. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, I just got uninvited from ever coming back on this podcast. I had it going. <laughs> Not this is your funny. last episode of the podcast. So, with that being said, we should probably tell people where to find you, Zach. Zach, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Zach Walls TV, and that's kind of my only real, um, you know, impre- like only real platform. I think I operate at a decent level. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I try to keep my other stuff kind of private. But if you like mediocre tweets, very specific Spokane humor, I'm your guy. Uh, oh man, Hank, you, sorry. Speak- like I don't know if it really works for the area of the country in which you reside that has been redacted from this episode but <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah yeah it, i i think that i think that people they'll you're pretty funny they'll they'll get it you i have enjoyed meeting you on this podcast so i i think that there's value you should everybody should go follow him even if you don't live in spokane all right that was a rave review from hank far <laughs> um and speaking of hank far hank where the hell are you? <laughs> uh, you can find my animation work on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Hank Farr. And you can download my game, Little Brother's Turn, on the App Store uh, on iOS and Google Play Store on Android, as well as on Steam and itch.io. Mm-hmm. All the platforms. You know, there's not a screen that won't play that game. Except for consoles. It's not good enough Except for, for the big ones. Yeah, I kind of forgot that there's a couple screens. <laughs> I'm sorry. We do not support PSVR. I yeah, hope that- but that's that's in the next update, right? Can I put you on the spot? Maybe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> go download it. It's free if it's on mobile, and it's super fun. Um, you can follow me at Bradley with an E on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Letterboxd. Um, and here's a fun one. You can follow me or request me on Cameo. That's not a joke. I am on Cameo. Uh, <laughs> Bradley, cameo.com slash Bradley with an E. I think that's my username. For five bucks, you can request a video of me saying whatever you want. It's I got it. I got an invite. So I got that now. Um, you can also go to Brad.rocks and everything I've ever done is on there. Uh, you can also, I haven't mentioned this in other podcasts, um, you can follow this show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at No Good Ideas Pod, um, and it's just us talking about the episode, you know, get little sneak peeks of future episodes, clips of the funny parts of this one, um, and other behind-the-scenes stuff. Also, rate us five stars. Uh, that's apparently a big thing they have to do on Apple Podcasts. So you raise hmm. five stars on Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen to. Uh, we'll hug you. Yes. Is that I? That sounded like a threat. Uh, <laughs> <but no. laughs> if you don't rate us five stars, we'll hug you. Yeah, wow. that's it. If you don't rate us five stars, we'll find <laughs> you and hug you. <laughs> and you don't want that. All right. You don't want that. Um. So yeah. So that's it for this week's episode. Uh, tune in next time. That's it. That's just tune in next time. Um, <laughs> we, there's more episodes coming. So <laughs> this is how we do, uh, Hank end this episode. Uh, good. Okay, everybody, go enjoy your February fourth. Bye. Bye. See you next February fourth. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the tradition. Actually, we're just gonna bring back every February fourth. <laughs>